0: This is A Course in Business Miracles, episode number 45, Dealing with Energy Vampires as a Highly Sensitive Entrepreneur, Part 1 of 2. In the next two episodes, I will discuss how to manage an overflow of energy as a highly sensitive entrepreneur. What I want to focus on is... Ways that we can ground ourselves so that it doesn't need to be either I feel feelings or I don't, but that I can feel feelings, whether they're mine or somebody else's, and I can, I can manage them and that I'm not out of control here, right? So that's so much of what being an HSE and in our shadow is about, is being in control, Because it's not even the fear of overwhelm that's frightening to us. It's the fear of the possibility of maybe even getting overwhelmed that's frightening to us. So if we can remember that we're actually in control of who we are and how we feel, and that we don't need to set up that overprotection from ourselves or others, but that we actually do have the ability to develop the skills and we have tools to support us to be able to manage the energy in the moment, okay? So I wanna talk about what happens in terms of being flooded by energy. Again, whether it's coming from ourselves, whether it's coming from somebody else, or whether it's coming from our environment. So first of all, let's just talk about empathy. Okay, so we all know that we share that. And we share that as an HSE ability. And empathy can work against us and it can work for us. When it's really a shadow is when we're literally just taking on the energy around us. And we feel that we don't have any choice in that. And then it becomes so much that it becomes overwhelming and we shut down, or again, like we talked about this morning, we either push through, right? We're a pusher with it, or we're a hider. What I would also offer up is that HSEs, we're, we're intuitive. And then what happens when you put the two together? There's one thing to be intuitive, and there's one thing to be empathetic. And then what happens when you are in a state of intuitive empathy? And it's the intuitive empathy is when we really tend to start to drown. As like we're feeling so much. Again, it might even be that we're feeling so much from ourselves and our own memories. Or we're feeling so much of what somebody else is feeling. Or we're feeling so much from an environment that we just want to run and we want to hide. And of course, when intuitive empathy really works for us, when we learn to harness it, then it's really available for us to support us in our marketing, to understand what our ideal client needs, to be able to write in a way that speaks to them, to be able to speak in a way that speaks to them. And it absolutely is there to serve us in our selling conversations. And we'll be talking more about this tomorrow, both marketing and selling because we're able to sit with someone and really get a sense of what it is that they're struggling with. But why do you think most HSEs don't even want to go into a selling conversation? Because they don't want to actually feel what the client is feeling. They don't want to feel the pain. But that isn't about the client feeling the pain. It's really how you're allowing yourself to respond to that energy, okay? So, I want to share some things with you to sort of break down the whole intuitive, empathic process. Okay, so, first of all, we have Source. So, this is literally where everything is coming from, right? This is that greater force that is that divine energy It's what's taking an acorn and turning it into a tree. It's taking an embryo and it's birthing a baby. And through that source, the energy is coming down and it's literally creating individual soul. So each of our souls is just the individual interpretation of source energy. And then from our soul, it comes down into who we are as a being. And within this process, it was determined that you were an HSE. You were coded to be highly sensitive, and somewhere on a soul path, you chose to be an entrepreneur. You chose the E part. And the same goes for Bob. We're gonna call him Bob. So Bob also, source, created Bob's soul, came into the being that is Bob. So Bob, however, in his path, has become a little bit of what Carolyn Mace would refer to as an energy vampire. Bob doesn't really know how to get his needs met. Bob isn't very good at communication, and Bob is not highly sensitive. He doesn't have that ability to sense what other people are needing or sense what other people are feeling and you know how to really also, you know, know who's Bob and who's not Bob. So, as we walk around in this world, we are always exchanging energy. Right? So wherever we go, we're exchanging energy with the people who are really important to us. We're exchanging energy with strangers. We walk into this room, we're all exchanging energy. We go to the grocery store, we're exchanging energy. We go to Thanksgiving dinner, we're exchanging energy. We connect with potential colleagues and clients while we're networking, we're exchanging energy We sit down, get on the phone with a potential client, we're exchanging energy. So this next part that I have to say, might not, you might not like me. I'm just gonna put it out there, you might not like me. So what can happen for a lot of highly sensitives, especially when we come across energy vampires, or even people who aren't energy vampires. It could just be somebody who's feeling something, Right? Or similar to what we were experiencing before break, it could be an exchange with somebody that we have history with. Right? So we've like literally overlaid our own story onto them, which heightens any energy that's being exchanged. So, what I hear from highly sensitives a lot is that this person, Bob, really took my energy, really takes my energy. So major energy suck. It's really difficult for me to be around Bob because Bob is really overwhelming. It's overstimulating. But the truth is, is that Bob is not doing anything to you. What's happening is Bob is just being Bob. And then you... Are having thoughts about what that means and your thoughts about what that means are causing you to shut down or to get overwhelmed right So uh, let's say get overwhelmed, because as you're a pusher, you might just try to push through that, or if you're a hider, you'll get overwhelmed, and then you'll shut down. Where does the responsibility lie here? Yourself, right? Absolutely. So rather than a lot of energy being used to be like, It's so hard for me to be around Bob. Bob's such a difficult person. Bob needs to learn boundaries. I'm going to judge Bob. Bob needs to dress better. That's just another thing. That's just being snobby. (laughs) Now, when we're in that state where we're saying that it's Bob, right? So again. Bob might really be an energy vampire. Bob could also be another highly sensitive. Or Bob could be your mom. (laughs) Or somebody who's close to you. And still, Bob is not doing anything to you. Now here's the part where you really might not like me everything that you don't like about Bob and what Bob is supposedly doing to you. Because Bob is the vampire. And so if there's a vampire and then something's being taken from you by a vampire, what does that make you? No. What? Somebody said it. Victim. Right? So... When you're seeing yourself as a victim, you're actually behaving exactly like Bob. (laughs) So the question is, which is most likely lack of boundaries? Most likely, well, you know what? I'm going to go on and explain it in a minute in a much clearer way. So let's just leave it right now for accepting that you, when you see yourself as a victim to Bob, And Bob, again, he could be an energy vampire, and there really are people that's like, they just, they do, they're energy suckers, right? Or it could be somebody who's not so much of an energy sucker, but because of, again, a historical relationship, you've created it in that way. Or it could be somebody who's just behaving in a way that's difficult for you in that moment. Or Bob could be a party that you go into, right? Or a place, an environment that you enter into. Now, most highly sensitives and HSEs, they'll respond to Bob by, let me get as far away from Bob as I possibly can. And to, to some degree, that is valid, right? Like, it doesn't make sense to force yourself to go to a nightclub if that's an you know experience that's not pleasant for you. It's when there becomes some sense of higher mortality, you know, or again, a sense of really going into like the entitled queen, right? That we have to really watch ourselves because then literally we're in a victim state. So it becomes all about this. This is the key right here, which is about how you respond and setting yourself up so that you have other options besides overprotection. Whatever form overprotection takes for you, whether it's pushing, hiding, some combination of the two. So let's look at some possibilities here, which is really the answer to Jess's question. So how is the victim similar to Bob? So how the victim is similar to Bob is pretty much if you just take the opposite of everything here. So when you're not being authentic, you're not being true to yourself, you're not being nurturing, you're not being committed, you're not being trustful you're not being expectant in a way that will give you what you want, and you're not being loved. So in everything that you're saying that Bob is taking from you, you are actually keeping from yourself. Are you all with me? Okay. So then we look at the way to really be able to manage and the irony is is to simultaneously be in full control of our thoughts and our response and therefore our energy and then therefore ability to be free because no one can take anything from you without you giving it It's impossible So again, it's not happening to you. It's something that you're allowing. So let's look at ways to do otherwise. So being authentic. So this is first about taking inventory. Or in some spiritual teachings, it's referred to as self inquiry. And really, it comes down to the basic of know thyself, right? So, we're not gonna go through these questions right now, but just to literally be taking the time to ask yourself and be clear for yourself, you know, who am I? And starting first with, am I a victim? Who am I? Am I a victim in this world? Does my highly sensitive abilities, my highly sensitive traits, does that make me a victim? You know, or am I or am I someone who's a victor where I create my reality? I create my experience in my business and in my life. And then, this is a really important question to ask. Who in your life is currently an energy vampire? And how are you choosing to relate to them? There's no right or wrong or judgment when you're doing self-inquiry. It's literally like you're, you're just asking the questions and honestly answering And then what's really important from this self-inquiry about being authentic and who you are is then with this information, how can you use this information to spot the qualities of an energy vampire in a potential client? So why is that important? well because as i had mentioned earlier so many of us tell ourselves a story of like either i can't have a selling conversation or i can't take on too many clients or i can't actually build the business that i want because these people who are going to work with i'm going to work with are going to take so much from me but again they literally don't have the ability to do that and you get to choose who you work with and who you don't. So where are you currently tolerating an energy vampire? And what are their qualities? What are their characteristics? And then, again, how can you identify that? How can you spot that in a potential client? This literally could be part of your pre-qualification form. You could literally turn it into a question or questions, right? Do you tend to interrupt people when they talk? Energy vampires usually do. Do you find that you tend to you know, reschedule appointments a lot or need to meet with a practitioner or coach before your scheduled time? energy vampires usually do. So the more that you're clear about who you are, then you can literally start to differentiate between, you know, who or what is somebody else and who and what is you. I think there's for sure people who would. There's actually people who take pride in the fact that they do. Talk to Donald Trump or don't, (laughs) said Sherry, right? Or whatever, again, qualities and characteristics you find in the energy vampires that you identify from your life, right? And I'm not saying you have to make it part of your prequalification form. I'm just saying that's a tangible example about how you could actually use it to begin to spot an energy vampire within your potential clientele. Again, the primary purpose of this, the intention of this is to break down the myth, the story that you've told yourself, which is that I can't have a selling conversation because it'll take so much for me, or I can't have too many of them because it'll take so much for me, or I can't work with the number of clients that I need to work with to generate the income that I want to generate with because it'll take so much for me. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Course in Business Miracles. If you're ready to learn how to use your highly sensitive abilities to support you in being purposeful, profitable, and empowered rather than scattered, poor, and undervalued, Dot hsequiz.com.